Hello, welcome back. And I have started this particular episode about three times now, trying to figure out a way to approach it. Because you're probably sat there wondering, like, mate, where the fuck have you been? It's been a while since the last episode, and where's the intro gone? Well, folks, I'm playing around with some new stuff. First things first, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, and I hate the intro, so I just end up skipping it. So I'm not going to give you guys a huge intro into these podcasts. We're just going to get straight into the details. And in this particular episode, we are going to talk about a lot of things psychology related and dig a little bit deeper into, I guess, what I'm dubbing the weight of life. See, the funny thing is that wasn't meant to be as dramatic a transition as uh, as it ended up being. <laughs> it's meant to just be a nice little segue into the next bit. But again, like I said, I'm playing around with some stuff, so bear with me. So... The weight of life. Firstly, I suppose we'll start this podcast by saying where have I been. Um, Cards on the table, and I was discussing this with my academy on a live last night, that despite how it may seem, you know, my job is to be Mr. Positive. You know, my job is to motivate, to encourage, to inspire, to educate. But it's important to be transparent with you guys. And I think that's, well, I like to think that's the community that I've built. Community of, you know social media followers, the community of listeners, clients, etc. And I'm a normal bloke and I go through the normal ups and downs of life. And I guess to, to cast mine back multiple years before all of this started, I was quite an introvert. Before sort of the gym entered my life, I was quite happy just being inside all day, not doing anything and not seeing anybody. So that's quite a contrast to what I do nowadays. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I love what I do. I just want to preface everything in this podcast with saying that I absolutely adore what I do. But just because you adore something doesn't mean that it isn't taxing. To give you a, an example, I absolutely adore going out on my motorbike. But I don't want to do it all day, every day, because it's quite tiring. So I think the thing to consider first and foremost is... I'm a normal bloke, as I said, and I go through all of the ups and downs and confidence knocks, etc., that everybody goes through. And some days feeling on top of the world, you know, on, on it with everything, you know, king of my game, top of my industry, that kind of thing. And there are other days where I guess a bit of imposter syndrome creeps in, where you just feel like the world is watching you with skeptical eyes. And then also there's the taxing side of what I do because I love coaching. I love that side of things. But behind the coaching, there's a business and it's making sure that the bills are paid, that missed payments are collected, uh, that money is spoken about, you know, that tax returns are done, accounting's done, etc. And so that's the stuff that goes on beneath the surface of all of this. And then obviously on the surface level, you've got the podcasts that are recorded. You've got the multiple lives I do for my academy and my Made by Moyes gang. You've got the Facebook posts, videos and posts themselves. You've got stories throughout the day. And then, of course, on top of that, you've got my own training. You've got the messages, the discussions with my clients. And each and every one of them I do because I love. But all of it comes from a position of motivated and in you know wanting to inspire and drive people forwards but the side of coaching i don't think gets spoken about enough is how taxing it is when you're giving so much of yourself to someone but they don't help themselves 
I love my job and I love the complexity of what I do. I love the complexity of the people that I work with, the natural undulation of people's programs as, you know, they're riding on the crest of the wave one minute and then we're navigating problems the next. But the thing that becomes ever more taxing is when you're trying to be the person to pick someone up and get them to carry on. When someone's own motivation for their goal wanes and the only person that is keeping them hanging on by a thread is you. And that's hard. And especially when day after day, week after week, you see updates coming in from that person. And firstly, you're chasing those updates. And then secondly, they're not adhering because I do this because I love to see people level up. I love to see people become better and best versions of themselves to accomplish things they didn't think was possible to find the confidence that I did all those many years ago, going from a little introvert lad to a confident one. But the thing that's really taxing, and I guess the reason why I want to talk about the weight of life is with all of these other intricate things to do, you know, playing the social media game, because it is marketing at the end of the day, let's not beat around the bush. And then obviously looking after uh, an awesome collective of people in many different guises, it's you're giving a piece of yourself to each and every person and as much as I have tried my best to have a a do not cross line of you know try not to get too invested because you can't help people that aren't willing to help themselves there will always be people where you just want to see the best for them particularly people you've worked with previously where situation came around they had to end their coaching but then they came back and they're ready and they're fired up and they're good to go and then you see them stumble yet again. And my job, as I said, is to is to navigate these people, to do my best to find a solution to the problems that they're facing. But there isn't always a solution in terms of do this, try this, have you thought about this, maybe give this a go. Sometimes the solution lies within themselves. Sometimes you can't save people from themselves. You can't save people from their own want or lack of trying there's only so much you can do as a coach to steer someone towards a goal which they've lost interest in and the irony behind it all the frustrating thing behind it all is that if or when that person eventually goes fuck it i'm done i give up um you know it's not important to me anymore this goal i'm not fussed about it i just want to you know crack on and and just enjoy my life. I don't want to worry about calories. I don't want to worry about fucking steps. I don't want to worry about exercise. I'm good. Yeah, I haven't got the the, the the mental capacity for this. A lot of the time what happens is in with a space of a month or a couple of months, they drop you a message going, oh my God, it's all gone wrong. I've put on loads of weight. I'm really struggling. Even though you said to them that it's not about perfection, it's about progress. And so I want to put that out there now that if you're one of those people that has struggled previously, you don't have to stop. And you certainly don't have to go backwards. When it comes to your program, yes, there are requirements. In terms of fat loss, it's calorie deficit. You've got to make sure that you adhere to your calories, are mindful of them, tracking in a lot of cases, and being specific with what you're doing because specific uh, changes lead to specific results. And then, of course, you've got the steps they need to do, potential exercise, etc., the mindset, the planning. I understand the exhaustive nature of it sometimes, particularly when life throws you a curveball or particularly when there's a season where, you know, you're more focused on the tins of quality street than you are on your abs. 
But just know that in those situations, it doesn't have to be nothing. It doesn't have to be I'm either all in with my deficit, I'm all in with what I'm doing, or I'm out. There can be a lovely middle ground of, right, I'm not looking to lose right now, but I'm just looking to ease the mental pressure, the stress. Uh, but I don't want to go backwards. I just want to stay in control. Because cast your mind into the future when your goal is said and done. What does it look like? What does life look like? Well, you don't want to put the body fat back on again. So being mindful of your caloric intake and your caloric burn and how much you move, it's going to be a staple of your life for the rest of your life. So don't think for a second you're not going to have to consider what you're consuming. Don't think for a second you can just kick the ass out of your calories, eat whatever you want, whenever you want, at whatever time, whatever food, on whatever day, and not have some consequence to that. Because that's exactly what led you to the program in the first place. So if you're not looking to regain it, mindfulness is key. But that doesn't mean that that mindfulness has to be tracking. That doesn't mean that that mindfulness has to be uh, an activity tracker on your wrist. That doesn't mean that that mindfulness has to be all-encompassing. There are different levels to this. You've still got to be active. You've still got to make sure that that caloric equation of ensuring that you burn as much as you consume or you know, if the goal is a calorie deficit or a slight one, that you burn slightly more than you consume. But it doesn't always have to be go, 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 maximize the deficit because as I've spoken about so many times, there are seasons of psychology when it comes to these programs, when it comes to what you do. And there are periods of your life when it is important to, well, I use the analogy of a motorway. There are times when it is important uh, for you to pull into the services, to get some fuel, to have a pee, to just rest for a minute before you continue on your journey. I speak about diet breaks, refeeds, opportunities just to give yourself both a physical and a psychological break, a nutritional break as well, on the road to your deficit. Because if you've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds to lose, you're not doing it in one go. I don't care how motivated you are. I don't care how driven you are. You're not doing it in one go. And so that's where these, these services stops come in, these diet breaks, etc., and Christmas, I guess, is a prime example for that. Yes, stay focused. Yes, continue pursuing towards your goal because writing off an entire month is only really going to lead you to a very, very annoying and frustrating place come January. But certainly, Christmas week is not a week where a deficit should be something which is considered. Even if, in my opinion, even if your physical health is critical, I still wouldn't target a calorie deficit for the week of Christmas because psychologically that's going to screw you over. And it's not just about how it would screw you over in that particular week, it's how it would screw you over in future weeks as well. Because a damaging relationship with the process itself can have absolutely lasting and catastrophic consequences when it comes to future progress. So <clears throat> a little bit like in a Formula One race with the tyres, it's about knowing when to push and knowing when to ease off the gas. And coaching is a lot like that as well. Knowing when to push someone, knowing when to kind of sharp stick them and go, oi, no, that's not good enough. Come on, let's go. But then also knowing when to ease off and go, yeah, you know what? Take a chill. It's fine. 
ease off. Let's not worry about a loss this week. Let's just worry about being in control, low-level, foundational kind of focus so that you can process and deal with what you're going through in your life. But going back to, I guess, the original point, the weight of life gets heavy sometimes. Despite the fact that, you know, I love what I do, I've got an amazing life, it's it's taxing sometimes. It really is to pick yourself up and constantly be Mr. Smiley, Mr. Motivating. Uh, you know, previous I didn't even touch on the classes and they take a lot of planning, they take a lot of work, they take a lot of focus and... It's funny, actually. I spoke at the end of one of my classes a couple of weeks ago um, about my gigging days when I used to perform. And the classes are very much like that. It is a performance. You are up on stage. It is your job to drive people forwards, to encourage people, to ensure that people enjoy exercise, you know, to give them that, I don't know, to give them that extra something they need to push through a set, you know, push through a, a... an exercise and, and get the job done because we do all need pushing forwards and outside of that as I said I've got my own training which I'm self-motivated to do and I guess what I do for a living helps keep me accountable to that as well but I guess like I said recording this podcast I wanted to add some transparency to the man behind the voice to give you guys a little bit of an insight that I'm human and I go through the same struggles you guys go through and just because it may seem like everything is all good on the surface and you're always so positive, always so motivational, you always know the right thing to say, you know, you've always got, you know, such wisdom and, you know, all the content you put out, it's always so helpful, etc. I think, and I hope you guys will appreciate that it's important sometimes to show the weakness. I think if you are constantly just this pillar of unwavering, dedication discipline and focus and positivity i think it's easy to lose touch and not be able to relate and i always want people to know that i can relate to their struggles to know that i go through similar and just because i don't broadcast them just because i guess my clients don't get a message from me going hey i'm having a bad day or hey i just kicked the ass out of the biscuit tin or hey i missed a workout or hey i didn't feel like getting out of bed this morning i think It's okay not to be okay, and it's not that I'm not okay, and it's not that I haven't not been okay. It's purely that when it comes to everything that I do, sometimes I have to be kind to myself and just ease the pressure. And in some ways, the podcast and easing off doing these episodes is how I ease that pressure. Do I want to make sure that this is more consistent? Yeah, of course I do. And one of the biggest ways that you, as a listener, can help that is... I need a pat on the back. I need the you know the confirmation from you guys that you're enjoying these episodes. So when I mention an episode about popping a review on iTunes, you know when I mention about drop me a message to let me know if you liked an episode or what you thought of it, um, it really makes a difference. Same thing goes when I say about give me topics, etc. I have covered so many things on this podcast. I've covered so many avenues of psychology and fat loss, transformation, fitness, exercising, you name it, that sometimes you don't see the wood through the trees as a coach. And there are so many more helpful and informative topics and questions and queries that people have. 
but I need you guys to furnish me with those. I need you to let me know what you want to hear. What are you struggling with? What topics do you want me to dig into? Listening to this podcast on your drive to work or your morning cardio in the gym or even just mooching around the house. Let me know what you need because you are the foundation of all of this. Everything that I do, it's a cyclical cycle. Terrible English, but we'll go with it. You know, you guys motivate me to do more and I do more. That motivates you. You then motivate me to do more and it's this cycle. It's an ecosystem of coaching and client, if you will, or listener. So make sure you guys do reach out. That's all I ever ask for you guys to do. Um, If you like these podcasts and you want more of them, then let me know. Let me know what you enjoyed. Let me know the episodes that you particularly resonated with, how it resonated in your life. And of course, let me know what topics you would like me to cover. Super simple way to do that. Just drop me a message on Instagram at Chris Moyes. And like I said, it really does make a difference. It really does. I need a pat on the back. As much as when my clients do a good job, they need that. You're doing good. Keep going. Or if they're having a bad day, like it's okay. You're doing all right. Keep going. I need that too. And I guess we all need a little bit of a cheerleader from time to time, don't we? So yeah, to be completely transparent with you guys, that's what you can do for me. Right, let's close this thing out. And I want to like mention, in terms of the whole context of this podcast, uh, as I said, I wanted to kind of put my heart on the sleeve and let you guys know that I'm a human being. And I feel that that's important as far as being able to relate to someone, to know that they understand the struggles that you're going through and vice versa. And I've never wanted to be like this all-encompassing social media presence of, you know, it's, it's important. The coach will always be put on a pedestal to a certain degree. But I don't ever want to be disconnected from the people that I coach. I don't ever want to be seen as infallible because I don't believe that is the best way of doing this. I don't believe it's motivational to just have fucking perfect all the time. I feel like it's important to know that, oh, you struggle? Oh, that's that's actually really good to hear because I struggle and I thought I was wrong for struggling. And so I want you guys to know that, yeah, I struggle too. And I get days, like I said, where it's difficult to pick myself up. Now, as I said, to close out this podcast, I want to make sure I leave you guys, as always, with some wisdom. And what I've learned about myself in terms of how I navigate the weight of life is, first things first, I recognize how I'm feeling. And I take stock and, I guess, acknowledge it. I don't just bury it. I don't just carry on. It's important for me to go, I don't feel very good. And not physically, I don't mean I'm going to be sick. I just mean you feel it's like a pressure in your head. And so the first thing I'll do then is I'll go, right, I need to ease off a little bit. How can I ease off? So sometimes what I'll do is I'll ease off the social media content, ease off the podcast. Sometimes what I'll do is I will go whole hog, record a load. Uh, schedule them all so you guys don't have a break in terms of the content and the motivational stuff I put out but I'm actually having a break behind the scenes because I recorded all that stuff seven days ago etc the other thing is I will do my best to make sure that I just rebalance my life because what I do is all-encompassing I could literally be sat here communicating with everyone all day every day And there is the scope to do that, you know, because messages are forever coming in on WhatsApp and I'm forever communicating with my clients. So 
I could very, very easily just be all consumed all day, every day. But I have to put rules in place to make sure that I disconnect and I don't think about life. Because like I said, not only do you care about the people that you coach deeply, sometimes too much, uh, but also there's the business side of things behind that. And if anybody you'll ever meet who runs their own business will tell you that it is a 24-7 thing. You don't stop thinking about it. You don't switch off. You're constantly thinking about that. And then with coaching and caring about the people that I'm looking after, you're constantly worried about, are they adhering? Are they okay? Are they sticking to it? What do they need? I really hope it's a good week for them. They really need a good week. You know, or do they need anything here? And you don't want to micromanage people because that never goes well. But that's how my brain works. So on one hand, it's, oh my God, I hope they're okay. Focusing on my clients, you know, I hope they don't need anything. I'm right here. Hey, how you doing? And on the other side, it's, oh shit, I've got to put the content up. I've got to make sure I share this, do this. You know, oh shit, that needs to be scheduled. It's full on. It's full on. And so what I will do is just make sure that I spot when I'm starting to feel a little bit, mm, and take steps to just make some little tweaks, some little alterations to keep the wheels turning on everything, but to prioritize where it needs to be. So I'll always ease off podcast. I'll always ease off social media. Um, I'll always you know, ease off in favor of those things rather than my coaching because the people that I look after are paramount and it is vital they don't get an interruption in terms of the support that they get. And so if I have to kind of ease off one area, it tends to be this. So in your own lives, I would encourage you to have a, I guess, a priority list of things that if the pressure gets too much, what can you ease off? You know, it could very well be your regular Saturday night social. It could very well be, you know, some some pressures in your life where that's concerned. Uh, it could very well be exercise in some shape or form. You know, sometimes when scheduling is tough and you're manically busy just easing down the exercise a little bit just on tick over on the other hand for some people that might be the very thing they need to plow themselves into to feel better so again there's not one size fits all here whole point of this is just to make you think alongside easing off i will try to shift my focus into something be that a particular DIY project I'm doing at the time or finding a DIY project or if weather permits, just getting out and just doing something that I love, getting out on the bike and just going exploring or something, just finding ways to disconnect from life and just have a bit of a breather because it's important, you know, and that balance is constantly shifting and there's nothing wrong with that balance. That's life, folks. You know, you're meant to be stressed. There's meant to be taxes on your time. There's meant to be some how can I put it? Pressure. You know, pressure is not a bad thing. It's like a, a boiler, for example. If any of you are familiar this time of year, you might need to kind of recharge your boiler from a position of getting the pressure where it needs to be because of the change in temperature, etc. Pressure's too low, the boiler won't work. Pressure's too high, the boiler will go wrong. You've got to keep it in that nice little sweet spot around one to two bars of pressure to make sure that your central heating, your hot water, etc. works. Sorry, I'm going very deep on this analogy, but hopefully you get my point. Pressure is a good thing. Too much pressure, bad. Not enough pressure, bad. So regulating that pressure and easing off, easing on of things is, is really, really important. And although, as I've said to you guys a million times, consistency is key, particularly with, you know, the other elements that I do, social media content, all of that, Jaws. Yeah, consistency is key where that's concerned. I prioritize my own mental health over that consistency, and you guys should too. 
And I always encourage my clients, as I said to you guys earlier in this episode, that if you are struggling and you need to ease off the gas, there's nothing wrong with that. Communication is key. Acknowledgement of that need is key. But easing off the gas doesn't mean you have to stop. It just means you've got to slow down and you've just got to regain control before it all goes fucking peep tong. Anyways, thank you all for your time. Thank you all for your patience for those of you waiting for this podcast. And uh, yeah, if you listen to this and you've made it to 24 minutes and 22 seconds in, let me know your thoughts. What's this triggered in your own mind? What has it made you think about your own life? I genuinely would love to hear from you. So as I said, drop me a message on, on Instagram at Chris Moyes. Let me know your thoughts. And yeah, we'll speak on there. And guys and girls, I will see you on the next episode. And as always, keep your suggestions coming. If there's a certain thing that you want me to discuss, if there's a certain ailment or problem that you're facing in your life, it doesn't always have to be fitness related. If I can help, I will see you next time and as always accept the things of which you cannot change have the courage to change the things that you can and of course the wisdom to know the difference toodles